Well, hey there, and welcome back. You're listening to another episode of the Lifestyle Entrepreneur Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Reese. Now, first of all, I just want to say a big thank you to all of you who are subscribing and sending me comments. I am climbing the charts of Apple Podcasts, but was just recently named top 20 uh, on Feedspot for a podcast for realtors. And so I'm completely, uh, that was totally unexpected, Um, you know, completely honored and and grateful and, and blown away by it. But a big thank you to you guys, because obviously I wouldn't be there if it weren't for you. Uh, so I thought I'd just share that. You can head on over to Feedspot. I'll leave a link in uh, my show notes at the end if you want to check it out. But uh, completely honored to be uh, on that top 20 list. So thank you guys. Now, for those of you who have been following along for the last few episodes, I've been a bit on a marketing binge, I think. Uh, and it's really just been a reflection of some of the courses that I've been teaching, feedback, questions that I'm getting um, from realtors. And, you know, uh, it's another reminder that we are kind of all in the same uh, same place. And so there's always opportunity to learn and better ourselves and to really say, you know, uh, take our business in uh, a more controlled direction, uh, a more intentional direction. And a lot of the ways in which we're doing that right now is online. Uh, that is a result of, of the pandemic for sure. It was always there. But, you know, really just people are online 40% more now than they they were pre-pandemic. So it's a great opportunity to really start looking at our business in a new way, uh, maximizing how we're getting our results and ensuring that our messaging is consistent with our brand, that our brand is in alignment with our target audience. And really what we're here today to talk about is how to really attract your dream client. Whether you're on social media, whether you engage in email marketing, whether you do paid ads, anytime you're creating content and you're putting that out there, your intention should be to attract a specific target market. And so today we're going to take a look at how to attract that dream client using what's known as an avatar. And so I'm going to take you through a few things about avatars, what they are, why you need one. And I'm going to give you a five-step process to help you to create one. And at the end, I'll leave a a link where you can download a little bonus uh, for you guys just to help you out. But if we kind of take a look where I kind of started a few episodes back, we started really just talking about our Instagram bio and that prime real estate space that's available in that bio field that is really allowing us to be able to attract the people that we want and how when people show up to your account, your page, your feed, one of the first areas they're looking is to your bio and we have very limited amount of characters to be able to really make an impact and describe to people what we do, why it matters to them and why we should follow. And so if you're interested in listening uh, either again to that episode or if it's new and you haven't had a chance to listen to it, if you want to head on over to episode 42, that's what we talked about there. And then in episode 43, we took a look at some of the pillars of content creation. So I gave you guys a bit of a framework and a guide that I use to really evaluate whether or not my message is being effective. And in that episode, I also gave you a free download link to um, a, a, a tip sheet or a prompt sheet rather 
where I gave some ideas of some of the social media posts that you can be making. And in that episode, we also looked at the difference between just making a post and making a post that's going to cause engagement. And so it's kind of bringing us to where we are today, which is really looking at how to use a client avatar, because what I'm finding the disconnect is in any of the content that you, that you guys are creating is that sometimes it lacks the clarity of who you're speaking to. And what happens when we, when we're not clear on our target audience, when we're not clear on who it is that we're trying to attract, we can by default end up sounding like everyone else. Um, we take ideas and inspiration from other people and we will continue to do that, but without a really clear sense of focus of who we are speaking to, that messaging kind of gets washed out a little bit. And so today we're going to take a look at using an avatar. And I think where I'd like to sort of lead everybody is into looking at a signature system. And I won't go into too much detail today about signature systems, but really it's just, it's, it's a unique solution to your client's biggest need. And it's laid out, set out in a very clear formula, and it forms part of your brand. It forms part of your unique value proposition. And so all of these little pieces that we've been doing over the last few weeks, the last few episodes, is really kind of guiding us there. So my hope is that we will, I will get to a episode where we talk about your signature system, um, and I can start to give you a bit more ideas and tools and maybe actionable tips on getting started on creating creating one. But today we're here to talk about our, our ideal client avatars. And I know some of you are going avatar what? Like is this a video game? Uh I get that that response often. Um and so let me kind of go through and explain to you what a, an avatar is and what we're talking about when we say ideal client avatar. When we're looking at, as I said, creating our brand, which you guys are doing, and you're looking at creating messaging that is consistent with your brand, the hope if you're using social media or email marketing or anything like that for business, the hope is then that you're going to attract the people that need you, the people that you want to do business with. And so when you use an avatar, you're simply creating a detailed profile of your dream client. And so in that you're, um, it's focusing on one person, it's focusing on, um, that audience that you want to serve that who, who will want to work with you and you're doing so through very targeted messaging. And so when we're creating an avatar, we're looking at things, um, like the demographics, their age, their marital status, their job profile. We're looking at psycho, uh, psychographics. What are their behaviors? What are their interests? Where do they hang out? Where do they consume their media? What accounts are they following? Um, what are their dreams? What are their challenges? Specifically, because we're talking about real estate businesses, your real estate business, it's really about being able to identify in that subset of people, that huge pool of people that are going to buy and sell, which ones do you want to work with? If you're already working a niche market, uh, let's say first time home buyers, even in that that segment there, we can micro segment that down. There are first time home buyers that are currently renting. There are first time home buyer buyers that are still living at home. And so just in those two, two situations, their challenges are going to be different. You know, people who are currently renting that are 
building up to home ownership have different challenges that they're experiencing on a day-to-day basis in comparison to those who maybe have never owned a home or still living at home with parents, uh, or maybe their stage of life is they're about to get married. And so it's really about creating a detailed profile. And as I said earlier, it's really one person, which means you're not just going to create a segment of the market you are going to name this person. You're going to have an age, a name, whether they're married, what their job is, what their interests are, what do they do after work? How do they wake up in the morning? Do they have a set routine? Who do they follow on Instagram? Where do they consume their content? You want to intimately know this person. Why? Well, Look at your own family. Look at the people that are closest to you. You already intuitively will tailor your messaging to the people around you because you know how they're going to receive that message. You know what's going to make them tick. You know know what's going to tick them off too. And so you tailor your messaging naturally, instinctively, without even thinking about it. You need to understand your ideal client that intimately. And so I'm going to take you through that today. I guess I really start when I look at content creation and I look at social media strategies, anytime we are looking at communicating, my number one rule of thumb is that when you aim to speak to everyone, you speak to no one. And this couldn't be truer than what we're facing right now. There, everybody is online with the need to be virtual, the need to be online to communicate our message, to sell our service or a product, whatever that might be. We are now experiencing even greater competition with having to fight through noise. And so it's really, really important that you know who you're speaking to so that you can create content and messaging that is specific to that person so that when they read it, they're not just going to keep skimming because it sounds like everything else. They're going to stop because it hits them on an emotional level because it resonates with where they are and they feel as though you're speaking to them. And so that's kind of my number one rule of thumb. When we take a look at now, so now that you have a better idea of a client avatar, it's, it's basically a character as though you are creating a character in a book or a movie. And I like to use that analogy. It's imagine you are writing out a character and, and it's interesting because if you take a look at how writers do create characters for movies or plays or books, they really do a lot of personality profiling because it's not enough to have a one dimensional character. You have to understand all of the things, all the intricacies about them. And so that's what we're after. We're after a name, creating somebody that you can almost virtually bring to life, that when you are creating social media posts, you're doing so with that person in mind. Before you hit publish on whatever medium you're using, you stop and ask, will my avatar named so-and-so resonate with this? Why? How? Are there any changes I need to be making? So it's a really good tool to make sure that you're defining your message and you're making it as clear as possible. So let's kind of jump into creating your avatar. So we know it's important. We know what it is now. How do we do it? And so I've got five steps for you that we're going to go through today. The first one is defining your avatar. Second step is researching and interviewing. Third step is creating your worksheet. Fourth step is creating and testing content. 
And the fifth step is refining your avatar. So kind of let's just start. We're really going to be focusing most on step one and step two right now, um, because that's going to be the most uh, important um, aspects to really be looking at from, from it, and it doesn't matter where you're starting. You might be, have been on social media and are doing a great job at creating content and have never actually used an avatar. So it'll be interesting when you start going through these steps in this, this process, how much more clearer you might be able to get, or even being able to identify areas of your strategy that you might want to take a bit of a pivot, um, and change up a little bit because you realize that it's really not speaking as clear as you'd like it to those dream clients that you're hoping to attract. So let's start with step number one. Step number one is really defining your avatar. And so, as I said earlier, it's really looking at the demographics. So what's their age? Um, are they married? What's their job profile? What's their education level? What are they currently doing right now? What are their hobbies? What dreams does this person have? How do they consume media? Are they on social media? Um, you know, flipping through Instagram or Facebook? Are they on Twitter? Do they read the paper or magazines, listen to the radio, podcasts, where are they spending their time? We're also looking at psychographics, meaning what are those behavior traits that will end up influencing their decision to buy or use you? And so are, you know, what are their, their attitudes like? Who do they follow on social media? What accounts or influencers are they paying attention to? Where are they in the real estate journey? as it really pertains to what your businesses are about. Are they people that have bought and sold before? Are they somebody who's thinking about an investment property? What are some of those challenges they might be experiencing right now in their life? And really in line with those challenges, do they have any specific pain points? I know we talk about, you know, first time home buyers and it's, it's an example I use often, so I'll just kind of stick with it. But if we take a look at some of the pain points for first time home buyers, you know, if they're uh, a newlywed couple that is living in their parents' basement or their in-laws' basement, what do you think some of those unique pain points are going to be for them? Is it going to be time? You know, they really need, there's a sense of urgency there, but financially they might not be able to afford a down payment yet. Maybe it's affordability, maybe travel, distance and travel uh, between their jobs might be an issue. So really looking at some of those pain points. And of course, what are some of their goals? What things do they aspire for? Do they want a family with a dog? Do they want to travel a lot? So really just trying to paint that picture of who your ideal client is. Now, it, 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 if it sounds as though I'm asking you to make it up in a way as your step number one, I am, but you're not going to just make it up out of pie in the sky. You're really going to sit back and, and use the Intel you already know. Many of you have worked with clients that might fit your ideal client profile, that dream client. You've already worked for them before. You may have worked with them in another job. Maybe they are a member of your family or a friend, or they're somehow connected to you in your sphere of influence. So really just kind of reflect on what kind of character you're building 
and why. It's not enough to say, well, I want somebody who's rich, uh, who, you know, makes seven figures and uh, who can afford anything. I mean, we all want that. But at the end of the day, does that resonate and align with your brand, with who you are? Um, and will there be a, a match? Will you be able to work with, the, with this particular profile? And those are really, that alignment piece is really important when we're looking at creating an avatar and when we're looking at branding in general. And so that's sort of how you define your avatar. You're going to start by building a story. I've often given uh, agents a template to use where I ask them, it's just kind of that starter piece to creating a story. It gets you, um, your brain kind of warmed up into being able to imagine and create. And maybe I'll include that in the link at the end as well, but it really just allows you to create a bit of a storyline so that you can start picturing this person, where they live, what the weather is like, what do they do, what do they drive, um, what do they wear, what accounts do they follow, are they uh, people that follow brands or are they more practical? And so it just allows you to get started there, but you definitely don't need that framework. It's as simple as just writing down everything that you would, you, you, you think you'd like to know about this person, what would really define your dream client. So that's step number one. Step number two then is that research and interview. And here's where we validate that information. So we definitely don't want to go into this guessing. This is guessing is where we start creating and dreaming is where we start but it's not where we end. And so we definitely want to be backing up and validating what our assumptions are about our dream client. And how we do that is by researching. We reach out to the people in our database. We find that avatar. Um, So if I have uh, a client avatar and I've named her Sarah and Sarah's 32 years old and she works as a marketing executive um, on the east end of the city, and she's engaged and they're getting married and her, um, her husband to be works on the opposite end of the city. Um, and so they're getting married in July. They don't have any children. Uh, Sarah loves socializing. She has a university degree education. She's enjoyed being able to live on campus with friends. And so she loves that social life. She likes to go out and meet people for drinks after, um, after work. You know, she's really focused on obviously saving money for her wedding, but also saving money to hopefully find a place that they can live in where they can start their brand new life together. They'd love to be, she would love to be in the middle of the city where they have access to nice restaurants and where they can continue going out the way they normally enjoy going out. Um, You know, they drive both of them drive. Uh, she particularly drives. She's got a modest car. She enjoys, you know, looking good, but is not going to spend too much money on on brands. She does follow influencers online. She's into fitness and yoga. Um, she dreams about having a home where she can raise children, you know, and not for another few years though, because she really wants to, um, enjoy being with her husband, her new husband, starting a life, being adventurous and having fun. And so you can kind of see where I'm going with this, right? So now once I've done that, I'm going to start thinking and reflecting, well, do I know a first time home buyer like Sarah? Do I know a Sarah who's aspiring to start her life? She's at that phase of her life journey where it's new, where it's about new beginnings, where there's some excitement there. And do I know a Sarah? 
And if I don't know a Sarah, do I know someone who's like a Sarah? Have I ever worked with someone who's like a Sarah? And so when you start doing that, you're going to identify some key people that fit maybe not exactly to that, that profile, but who fit in that stage of life who maybe somebody you've worked with before um, as a client who you help to find their first home. Those would be really great people to reach out to. And when you do, you're going to start interviewing them. You're going to be asking them questions um, like how, uh, how it was for them prior to finding their home. What were some of the frustrations? What did a home mean to them at that time? When they finally got the home, what difference did that make? How did that affect their relationship? How did it affect their lifestyle? Really trying to understand what all the things are that impacted that decision, where they were pre-buying the home and where they were afterwards. And the more intel you can find and the more information you can use to validate your, your avatar, the better, because now again, it's not guessing it's based on, on evidence, on proof of people giving you their real life challenges and stories. And so maybe someone like Sarah, might share with me that, you know, leading up to the wedding and thinking about finding a home was stressful. And maybe she says to you, her fiance wanted to just, you know, live with, with his parents. They had uh, a cute basement apartment that they could have moved into and it would help them save money. And maybe he was more practical than she was. Maybe she would share that with you. And maybe Sarah would say that it kind of strained their relationship because she really wanted to go on an adventure And at the same time, she did want to save money to buy a home. And so she was conflicted. And so you start to really understand the emotional impact that this stage of life and decision is having on her. And with that information, you then start creating content that speaks directly to Sarah. And so that kind of brings us jumping ahead into step number four, which is testing and sampling. So let me back up for a little bit. Step number three was really just creating your avatar worksheet. So once you've gone through and created your profile, the avatar, then you've gone through and you researched and you interviewed and you asked questions and you validated that you want to now create literally an avatar worksheet where you, um, design this character profile where you have a quick reference sheet to come back to. And then from step four, that's when you start creating and testing some sample content. And so with Sarah, particularly, I might, uh, make a post that talks about some of the frustrations that she might be feeling and some of the ways that I help my clients do that back in episode 43. Um, I shared with you some ideas, post ideas that really helped to spark engagement. And one of those was that problem solution post where you pose a problem and then you provide a solution for it, or you allude to a solution for it. And so if I was Sarah, and I was at home feeling frustrated, or maybe me and my fiance decided that we were going to cut back on our entertainment spending so that we could save money. But I'm kind of feeling a little frustrated because my friends are out right now uh, and I can't be there or we couldn't join them on a couple's vacation because we're saving money. I might create a post that speaks to that to, you know, really impact Sarah who's scrolling through her feed and cause her to stop simply by saying something along the lines of, 
I know that you wish you could continue with your normal spending habits. I know that you wish that you could have enough money to, you know, build the life you want while also living the life that you want. Um, I might speak to that conflict that she's experiencing, but then reaffirm that it's a short-term pain for long-term gain and how I work with clients just like her to help them strategize and build a system around creating enough equity for a down payment and how I speed that process up simply by becoming an advisor for my first-time home buyers. Now, imagine you're Sarah and you read something along those lines. Would you stop? Would you stop scrolling? Would you want to pay attention? Would you want to read more? That's what you're after. You're after content that speaks directly to where your dream client is at, both emotionally, physically, um, mentally. What are some of the excitements they're feeling? What are some of the, the, the pain points they're experiencing? How do you help? Really aligning yourself directly with where they're at in their life and positioning yourself in a way that they now see that you're there, that you're the person that they can reach out to for answers, that you are the one that's going to help them get to that end goal. That's what we're after. And so you would create posts and you would test them out and you would see if you're getting the engagement, you would tweak the wording. You might go back to those people that you interviewed and asked, you know, I, can you just kind of give me your feedback on this email piece or this social media post? I'm just curious from somebody who was there, would this have resonated with you? Would you have stopped? Is there anything I'm missing? And so really being able to have those trusted people around you that you can reach out to is extremely valuable. But even if you don't, I don't want you to panic because when you are reaching out to past clients, um, or people in your sphere who you are going to interview and use that information as validation, it, you can do it in such a way that you're asking for their help and everybody wants to help people. At the end of the day, anyone who says, you know, listen, I, I, I really need your help. Can I, you know, can you spare 10 minutes of your time? I just have a few questions to ask you would, would happily do that. And so it doesn't have to be somebody you're extremely close with. Of course, you're going to monitor that and adjust, um, how intimate you get in those conversations based on how well you know them, but just having people you can ask questions to interview, validate what your assumptions are, test out some of those posts or content, see how they're responding and then continue to tweak. And then that leads us to the last step, which is really refining your avatar. And so that you're not going to get it right the first time. Uh, you might need to tweak that a little bit. And so it's really a work in progress, but the idea is you're probably going to be a lot further ahead by using the avatar that you've created your first round than you were before, because before in absence of having somebody specifically defined that you were speaking to, chances are you were probably picking up inspiration from other people and not really sounding like your, like yourself and not really putting content out that is specific to the, the clients that you're trying to attract. They may have been real estate related. They might've been relevant on some level, but not specific enough to really attract those dream clients. And so that's really how you use an avatar. It's not that difficult. It takes a little bit of creativity, a little bit of time and patience. But when you have that worksheet complete, when you're able to really pinpoint those challenges and pain points that you want to speak to, those 
insights are not only going to help you create content, those things are going to now be brought forward into your entire brand, into your signature system, into really defining how you work with people, what solutions you are bringing to them. It's not enough to say I'm trustworthy. I work with integrity. Um, you know, everybody uses those, those keywords and they don't mean anything unless they're attached to something specific that resonates with people like Sarah or your ideal client avatar. So I'm going to give you guys a few bonus downloads, uh, some things that might help you along. If you want to head over to www.michellereci.com forward slash episode 45, I'm going to leave these in my show notes. Um, there'll be a download link there. You'll be able to access some of these tools that I've, I've spoken about. You'll be able to get a bit of a summary of those, but I would, I want to hear from you. I want to know how that process has been. I want to know if you've noticed a difference in some of the engagement that you've been getting, whether it's just from tweaking your bio, like we talked about in episode 42, or whether it was about using some of those ideas in some social media posts that I gave you in episode 43, or whether it's simply by using this avatar um, that we've gone through today. I want to know how things are working for you and how else I can support your business. Marketing is a huge piece. It's a huge part of what we do. Um, yes, we need to be getting out there, engaging with people, actively lead generating and connecting and building relationships. Um, but social media is now much more than a passive platform to be able to attract people. You have opportunities of engaging and building relationships online. And especially since considering majority of people that's exactly where they live. Uh, and now with stats showing that they're on there 40% more than they were before, it's a huge opportunity that I would love for you to take advantage of. So I hope you guys found that helpful. If you haven't already, I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast. You can do so on all major podcast platforms. I have all of the short links on my website, michellereci.com. Or if you're on Instagram, if you head on over to Instagram, I'm at michellereci. Uh, in my bio, I have a link there where you can find the group for this, this podcast on Facebook. Um, you have links to sign up for the email so that you receive these podcasts directly to your inbox. I have a link there for anyone who's so inclined to leave me a podcast review on iTunes. I would be extremely grateful for that as well as other information that you might find handy. So you can head on to Instagram, you can head on over to my website, or you can head directly to this episode's webpage at michellereci.com forward slash episode 45. Well, that's all I have for today, guys. I look forward to chatting with you again, same time, same place next week. Bye for now.